Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. I'm Harlan Williams. How are you? I don't know why I'm talking so fast. Maybe because we have a big show and I got a lot to go through. So uh, welcome. I'm Harlan Williams, your host of the Harlan Highway podcast. And uh, oh, my God, a crazy news story today that involves something so naughty and dirty and disgusting. You're probably going to want to shoot someone. Uh, I'll just say it involves whipped cream and I'll leave it right there. Uh, Also on today's show, our good friend who uh, calls the show a lot, Rabbi Pappenheim. He's a rabbi here in the community, and we're good friends. He he calls me up to check in and just uh, shoot the breeze, and we haven't talked yet in 2018, so Rabbi Pappenheim's calling in. Uh, That'll be a lot of fun. Also, the question of the day, the Harland Highway question of the day. It's got uh, something to do with your health. Kind of pretentious, but something to do with your health. And then towards the end of the show, I'm going to ask the uh, non-political question about is it healthy to constantly insult and undermine our president, whether they be Democratic or Republican? Does it really help us as a whole, as a country? Something to think about. Here we go. It's the Harland Highway. I have an announcement You are about to go down the Harland Highway. Lock the door. I don't want to be a product of my environment. Shut up! I want my environment to be a product of me. You are riding down the Harland Highway. So, who do I have to fuck to get off this boat? I can get you off. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe fuck yourself. Ah, you're a cantaloupe. All right, hold tight on the Harland Highway Show. I'm ashamed, Big Daddy. That's why I'm a drunk. When I'm drunk, I can stand myself. Keep leaning on that tutor, Charlie, and you're going to get a shot in the mouth. Act like a man. What's the matter with you? I wasn't really sure what was going on. You're listening to Harlan Williams. The rest is bullshit and you know it. Well, it's the new year still. We're, we're early in the year. It's it's like, you know, we're, we're mid-February or February or February or whatever the hell it is. February. And uh, I guess one of our, our, uh, our, our guests who calls the show... Uh, quite a bit just to check in and say hello who's a friend of mine uh good good buddy of mine he's uh he's a unique guy he's uh he's a rabbi uh rabbi pappenheim i know him from the community and uh, every now and then we we get together for lunch or he checks in to say hello and i to be honest i feel a bit bad because i haven't talked to rabbi pappenheim yet in 2018 and uh, and Roger uh, said that he called in and wanted to just say hello, and I was like, absolutely. So uh, before this year moves on any deeper, uh, Roger, put him through. I'm I'm dying to talk to my good friend, Rabbi Pappenheim. Put him put him on through, Rog. Uh, hello, hello, Rabbi, are you there? Hello, Holland. Y- yes, yes, Rabbi Pappenheim. How are you today? Well, hello, Holland. It's good to talk to you. I, uh, I thought maybe uh, that they, uh, you were avoiding me or something uh, here in the new year. No, 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 not avoiding you. I just the, the the new year always gets off to a busy start, and, and you know how that goes, uh, Rabbi. Well, you know, I guess I do. I mean, uh, you know, you have your friends. Uh, sometimes you make your friends a priority, and. Uh, Sometimes, you know, you make your friends sit on the back burner. No, no, you're not on the back burner, Rabbi Pappenheim. I just, you know, the, the beginning of the year, I'm, I'm doing a lot of stuff. I'm kind of getting up and running, and uh, you know how it is. Well, uh, you know, I guess I do. I guess everybody has uh, their things to do type of thing. And uh... Yeah, yeah. How about you? Have you been good, uh, Rabbi? Well, you know, we've been uh, getting things at the synagogue, and, uh, you know, I do what I do. I work in the community, uh, and, uh, you know, I'm uh, here for everybody who needs me. 
Well, I think that's just wonderful. And I was uh, thinking, you know, because we haven't uh, had a moment to, to speak, we haven't had a moment to uh, sit down and break bread uh, in the new year, that uh, maybe uh, we could get a little something to eat. Oh, I, I'd love to get a little bite to eat. Uh, what are you thinking? Well, you know, we could. Uh, I'd like to take you over to the food court at the mall, and uh, I was thinking uh, maybe, uh, you know, normally when I take you to the food court at the mall, how would I uh, take you to, uh, how you want to say, uh, you know, uh, the vessels, uh, how you want to call it, what uh, they are going to say, uh, pretzels, uh, wetzels, pretzels? Uh, that's what I said. I mean, uh, why would I repeat myself? I I think I clearly said I'll take you to the food court and uh, we'll have uh, some wetzels. Uh, how you want to say uh, what they want to call it? Uh, the, uh, how you say uh, the pretzels? <laughs> wow, well, Rabbi... Well, I, you know, how many times do I need to invite you to Vetzel's Wetzels? Well, I, you know, uh, we've done Vetzel's Pretzels so many times that... Say no more, Holland, I understand. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe we try something else. Maybe uh, we sit down at the food court and have uh, some Pandas Express. Uh, what was that, Rabbi? Uh, some Panda Express. The Panda, what? I said the Panda Express. Oh, Panda Express, the, the Chinese place. That's right. Uh, who is this guy? How many times, you know, how many times do, does a rabbi have to say uh, Panda Express? I mean, who, who is this guy here? No, it's me, it's me rabbi. I just, it's, I, I, I couldn't get your pronunciation there. Well, you know, we go over to the food court. We have some panda. You want to say uh, what you want to call it? Uh, Express? Express. And, uh, you know, we can talk about what's going on in your life, Holland. I mean, how is your, how is your winter going? How is the... Uh, well, it's, it's going good. The winter's good, but I had a little, little bit of a mishap. Oh, what happened, Holland? Well, you know, the, I, I was visiting with my sister, and I was over to her house in the suburbs, and, and, and there, was a, there was ice everywhere. I mean, this time of year, everything's icy. Tell me about it. I was out on my driveway throwing salt on the driveway, Holland. Salt? Yeah, well, I wish my sister had put some salt on the driveway because... I got in my car, and she was, like, guiding me back, and the, the car started sl sliding, and ay uh, ay ay I actually hit her. I, what did you say, Holland? I, I said I hit her. Hitler? No, no not Hitler. I, I said I, I hit her. Why would you bring up uh, Hitler? No, no, Rabbi, I didn't say Hitler. I said I, I hit her. Right, you know, Hitler, oh, my goodness, I... I call you to wish you the happy greetings. I invite you over to the food court for the, the appendix swash. And all, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you, you bring up Adolf Hitler? No, no, Rabbi, I did not say Adolf Hitler. I, I mean, who is this guy here? Who, who is this guy? One, one minute we're talking about the cashew shrimps and the spring rolls at the, at the food court and... Suddenly, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of the Holocaust and Adolf Hitler. No. Rabbi, please, I did not mention that horrible human being. I did not bring up Adolf Hitler. I said my car was sliding towards my sister, and I hit her. Oh, there, there he goes again, Hitler. All of a sudden, uh, you know... I call to wish you a happy new year. I say, let's, uh, let's skip the vetsels. Uh, what you want to say, pretzels? I offer you Pandas Express. And all of a sudden, you, you throw Hitler in my face, Holland. I mean, who, who does that? Who is this guy? Who is this guy here? Rabbi, 
listen, Rabbi Pavin, I, I need you to settle down. I would never, ever bring up that monster uh, and mention his name. I mean, I said my car slid in to my sister. I hit her. Oh, okay, here we go. You know about Holland? Maybe this wasn't a good idea, you know? Maybe, uh... Maybe somebody needs to start the year over again and you start it off right. No, I don't need to start the year over again, Rabbi. Well, if I was running around, jumping up and down, yelling Adolf Hitler this, Adolf Hitler that, I don't uh, think that would be the best way to start a new year. I mean, who is this guy here? Who is this guy? Uh, it's, it's Harlan. I did not. Please. Can we just slow down here? Now, I did not mention Hitler, okay? The, the horrible human being. We all know what happened with him. And the, no, 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 no. Sometimes you do this, Rabbi. I think you mishear things. You're uber sensitive about you know who. And I, I, I think sometimes you hear his name and things that aren't his name. Well, all of a sudden, you're a uh, speech pathologist, Harlan. You're some kind of linguist. You're telling uh, the rabbi uh, what, he's, what his ears are hearing and what his ears aren't hearing. I mean, who says that? Who is this guy? Who is this guy here? The rabbi, it's me, it's Harlan, and uh, maybe we should just do lunch another time. And maybe you should just get a giant pickle from Greenblatt's Deli and shove it up your ass. Whoa. Whoa. Roger, did he just slam the phone down on me? Oh, my God. I, you heard me. I said my car hit her. My car was sliding on the ice, and it almost hit my sister. I did not say Hitler. Oh, God. Like, can we just go into something else? Not a good way to start the show. Now, now I'm all worked up. Go into another bit. God. Every time he does this. Hello? Hello? Hey, I'm a Tom and Dan listener. BDM for life. I heard the interview with them a while back. And uh, I introduced my two little girls to Puppy Dog Pals. And they love it. Absolutely love it. It's a great show. Thanks a lot. Keep up the great work. Love you. Well, thank you very much. What a, what a great call. Thank you. You know, I've been getting calls and letters and tweets and, you know, from people all over the, the world. I'm starting to get stuff like that from other countries now. People who have uh, tuned their, their children and their dogs into my animated series on, uh, on Disney Junior, uh, Puppy Dog Pals. If you have kids or you know anyone with kids... Tell them about uh, my cartoon, Puppy Dog Pals. People are loving it. And uh, what's funny is dogs are actually loving it. I've had a lot of people send me videos where their dogs, real-life dogs, are up with their paws on the TV or on a coffee table or they're, they're right up in front of the television. And I guess somehow they're identifying these cartoon dogs as, as the shape of, of dogs. And there's dogs watching my show. It's unbelievable. I love it. So I'm so glad you uh, you are enjoying it. Uh, for those of you that uh, are fans of the show, I have a new Twitter page uh, just for Puppy Dog Pal fans. It's it's uh, the Twitter address is Puppy Pals Bob. And Bob, if you're watching the show, is the owner of the. Uh, the little pugs on Puppy Dog Pals. Bingo and Rolly are the pugs, and they belong to Bob, and they all live in their little house together and go on their adventures. So so I created a Twitter page just for Puppy Dog Pals fans to uh, intermingle and talk and look at pictures and share videos. And for those of you that want to uh, see some of the videos, I just posted one up there of a dog literally standing up against a flat screen TV, his paws on the TV watching the cartoon. It's absolutely astonishing. So uh, if you're on Twitter, join uh, join the new Puppy Dog Pals page. The address is Puppy Pals Bob. And, uh, and you'll get a lot of fun, uh, fun little um, 
updates on that site. So thank you so much for the great call. Love you too. Uh, Rod, let's do one more call. That was very upbeat and made me feel good about getting a phone call. Put, lay another fun call on me. Yeah. Oh, oh, what was that? Uh, you were talking about the movie Network. You said it's what? It's relevant today. Yes. The movie Network. Harlan, very relevant today. What, what, is, what does relevant mean, Harlan? I'm not sure. <laughs> Let us know. Ah, uh, yes. R- revelant. Uh, you know, it's in the dictionary. R-E-V-L-E-N-T. Revelant. <laughs> it's relevant, okay? I Yes, I, I, I'm kind of dyslexic with my words sometimes. Uh, relevant, revelant. I, I guess it's the way George Bush used to say n- nuclear or... N- Nuclear, or he 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 said he said nuclear, or nuclear, or something. You know, I think we all have those. Uh, you know, how many of you have a word that you say wrong? I I've you've heard them. I do it a lot, man. I do it a lot. I say I say vagina instead of vagina. I say comfortable instead of com- comforter. I say badminton. Instead of bad badminton, I, I have a lot of them, and I, I don't apologize for them. I like them. Okay, if you if if you were my girlfriend, that would be one of the things you'd find endearing about me. Like, you know what I like about you? It's so cute the way you get your words wrong sometimes. It's just you know I know it's wrong. I know it, and it makes you sound stupid, and you look like an ass. But it's so cute. It's so you. And it's it's just one of the little quirks I like about you. Just say it again, revelant. Revelant. Oh, I just want to kiss you. So cute. You're so stupid. <laughs> but we all do it, man. You gotta cut me a little bit of a break, Brosif. What is what does revelant mean, Harlan? Oh, you son of a bitch. I'm not sure. <laughs> Arg, evil, evil. Okay. So you know what? I don't even care. I'm gonna. I, I love it that you picked them out, but I don't care. So there, you just got a raspberry right in your face. There's another one. There's three giant raspberries. I hope you go rub them in your relevant hole. Oh, but no, I enjoy it when you guys pick that stuff out. It kind of makes me laugh because I don't realize I say it. That's the thing. It's in my head and it's wrong, and I just say it and I don't notice it. So I kind of need you guys to pick that stuff out for me, okay? So th- thank you. You did me a favor. What is what does revelant mean, Harlan? So keep those calls coming. If you if you if you find any little words that I pronounce, see I did that on purpose. Pronounce wrong. Uh, three two three seven three nine forty three thirty. Uh, I I love to hear from you. I I actually got a kick out of that. So thank you. Thank you for correcting me. Thank you for the update. God bless you, little fella. <laughs> ah, all right, enough enough phone calls for now. Wouldn't you say, Raj, is that enough? Yeah. Okay, enough with that guy, okay? We got it. Revelant, Rele- Rele- relevant, whatever. Uh, let, let's do a crazy news story, man. I, I got I to gotta tell this story. That's where I've decided. Crazy news story. Hit the music, Raj. Oh! The Harland Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. Okay, here we go. This is this is kind of crazy, but also a bit disturbing and sad. Here's our here's our cray cray news story. Check this one out. Shock as woman 39 pleads guilty to filming self in sex acts with pet dog. And whipped cream. Oh my God. I, are we? Do, do I even want to read this? This is this is a little ye, but here we go, man. We we got to read this. Uh, let's see here. Here we go. A woman in Scotland who shot cell phone video of herself in a sex act involving her pet dog and whipped cream has pleaded guilty to two counts of possessing pornography. 
I mean, good Lord, isn't the dog enough that she has to throw in whipped cream? Cops in the west region of Scotland found the video along with a cache of sickening child pornography photos back in March when they raided the home of Susie Cairns following a tip to the cyber crime unit of Scotland's National Police Force. Okay, this just got worse. Okay, what kind of lowlife, you know, that they grow bored of kids in pornography... That they have to uh, they have to appease their appetite for the disgusting by pulling a dog into it. Oh my God! Karen's copped to possessing the extreme pornographic images, just depicting an explicit way a female engaging in sexual activity with a dog, according to officials. What kind of reject? What the, couldn't she just go to McDonald's? She's in Scotland. The prosecutor said during Karen's court appearance this week that the video appeared to be self-generating involving the accused and her pet dog. Robertson added the dog, a yellow Labrador retriever, was present at Can's home during last March's raid. Yeah, I guess you couldn't miss that dog. It's yet It's the one over there with the whipped cream on it. Aye, Steve, do you know what dog we're supposed to be picking up? Aye, I believe it's the one over there with the whipped cream on its asshole and the cherry on the top of its head. Aye, let's get it then. It does look delicious, doesn't it? Suddenly I sound like Shrek. What the hell? By the way, a picture of this woman in the article, you know, just to to add insult to injury, very large. Like, she looks a bit like Jabba the Hutt. And if, if you're sad that I'm insulting her, well, too bad. This is a chick that's into kitty porn and bestiality. I'm not, I'm not pulling any punches on this troll. Disgusting human being. I mean, I'm one, all I can do is wonder if she got this fat from eating whipped cream out of a dog. Man, you've put on a lot of pounds, Cindy. What you been doing there? Hey, I've been eating... I've been eating banana splits and chocolate sundaes out of me golden retriever's pussy. I've been sucking whipped cream. <laughs> I've been, I've been, I've been gobbling whipped cream off me golden retriever's penis. It's bloody delicious, but it's it's really putting on the pounds for me. Good Christ! Authorities were alerted to cans after her internet IP address was discovered trying to access indecent images of children. While going through her phone, police found more than 160 porno photos featuring children. Oh, God. What is with people and, and child porn? Who, who thinks of this crap? Well, obviously, these people do. I just, I just cannot fathom this. this. These people should be hung up and put out of... The, uh, the mi- our misery. Imagine it, it destroying a kid's life because you're, you're, you, you want to get off. These, these are the lowest form of humans I can think of pretty much. It, it just it curdles my blood with these freaks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's not get off track here. Uh, there's more to this story. Let's see what else we got here. Can's name was immediately added to the county, the country sex offender registered with law enforcement asking the court to assess her for electronic monitoring. Why don't we just go past the electronic monitoring and go right to the electronic chair? How about that? How about we put these disgusting people in the electric chair? I don't know how sympathetic you guys feel to this. Oh, they can be cured. They can be healed. They can be fixed. Well, what about the damage they've already done? I'm real glad that they can be cured. But how about their victims? Will they ever be cured? No. They've got to live live with the trauma and the horror of being molested and sexualized for the rest of their freaking lives. And they, they didn't ask for this. These scumbags taking advantage of the, of the most innocent, susceptible 
portion of our, our society, and, and even more susceptible, dogs and animals, because they don't know what's going on, really. A, a kid is probably somewhat aware of that something's not right, but they're both uh, horrible. Ay ay ay. Let's uh, let's finish this story out. Ugh. Uh, let's see. There's oh, here's the end of the story. They're saying the dog, meanwhile, remains in Cairn's possession, according to reports. What happens to the dog when Cairns is sentenced is still unclear. What do you mean she's still got the dog? What the hell? Shouldn't that do- why would they leave the dog with with uh Chubby the porno queen. That doesn't seem right. If there was a kid, they'd they'd remove the kid immediately. They're going to leave the dog out there in whipped cream county? Okay, Sparky. It looks like we're in the clear. looks like the police car's pulling out the driveway. Okay, go put your little outfit on, the French maid. And I'll go get the whipped cream and the chocolate syrup. Maybe some, I don't know, maybe some fresh raspberries and how about an eggplant? You ever have an eggplant up inside you, Sparky? Oh, go get ready now. I'll get the camera. Good Lord. This poor dog. I mean, where does this woman, what does she do with the whipped cream? That's what I want to know. Where's the whipped cream going? You got to figure if it's if it's a guy I could I, and I ha- hate to go down this road but we have to if it's a guy I could say, say okay maybe the guy's using the whipped cream as a lubricant to get in somewhere oh I even hate talking about it but but a woman I I, only, I can only deduce that a woman is is applying the whipped cream somewhere to orally lick it off or remove it and whether it's a male dog or a female dog, either way, my goodness. I don't know that I'll ever be going to Dairy Queen again after hearing this story. Oh, Can any of us ever enjoy whipped cream again after picturing a giant fat Scottish woman licking it off a golden retriever? Oh, come here, old yaller. Come here. Now, I've taught you a few tricks in your day, right? Sit. Right, that's one. Roll over, right? Shake a paw. That's a good one. Now, how about this one? Spread eagle and 69 on me face. That's a good doggy. Hold on, let me put some sprinkles on it first. Ay, 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 ay. So there you go. There, there's your crazy news story. Thank God they caught this freak. And you know what? I, 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 ho- I, hope, I hope when the cops busted in, they had some police dogs. Wouldn't have that been some good, sweet, some ironic justice? A couple of German shepherd police dogs come in. Hey, you know what? Looks like that fatty's got whipped cream on the side of her mouth. Let's go get her. Let's bite her in a big, fat, chubby ass. Looks like she's been going at it with our friend over there, the golden retriever. You doing okay, Sparky? <coughs> All right, don't worry. We'll take care of this fat one. <coughs> yeah. Oh, my God. All right, enough of that. Rog, let's get out of that, and uh, let's let's just move on, man. Yikes. Speaking of treats, um, uh, this is something new for me. I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm venturing into some new territory here, um, and I guess this is considered a treat to some people. But how many of you have have done the the coconut water thing? It seems to be the big thing now. Everyone's doing coconut water. How would you like a drink of water? No, I'd like some coconut water, please. Okay, well, we have regular water. We have a whole tap full of it. I don't care. Maybe you didn't hear me. I need coconut water. Okay, I can't drink water from a lake. Okay, don't give me water from a fucking stream. 
I don't want water from an underground fucking well. I don't want water from a glacier. You know what kind of water I need? Fucking coconut water, okay? Okay, geez. <laughs> so, so you know, I live here in, in L.A. and Hollywood, and, you know, every everyone's always trying to do something here, you know, that seems to be pretentious as all hell. You know, pe- people are good people. They've got good hearts, but it, it always seems like somebody's trying to do some kind of diet or drink that... That, that makes the rest of us feel uh, unworthy of existing. What do you mean you're eating? Oh, my God. Who eats anymore? Are you kidding? I eat um, foam seaweed squares that wash up in the harbor. Are you telling me you go to a restaurant? Oh, my God. I haven't eaten in three years. I just go down to the harbor with a fish net, and I, I collect seaweed squares, and I eat them. God. You know, so it's, it's like there's there's always someone doing something gimmicky. So so everyone's always talking about, you know, coconut water. So I went out and I bought some coconut water, okay? I can't even pronounce it. Bai, B-A-I, antioxidant cocoa fusion. Andy's coconut lime. Some kind of coconut water. If you hold this bottle to your ear, you can hear the waves of flavor. No, I just hear like murky, we're looking water sloshing around in a bottle. Uh, well, let me read the ingredients so I know what we're talking about here. Flavored water. <laughs> okay. I can't even read it. They, they write the ingredients so small. I'm... I'm having trouble reading the damn ingredients. I don't know. I can't even read them. They're so small, I can't even read the damn ingredients. But anyways, uh, it's coconut water. And uh, let's see what they have to say to it. We put the lime in the coconut. The flavor combination is as exciting as it is exotic. It'll blow your mind all the way to the beach side. What the hell? Suddenly, I, I, I want to drink a water. Suddenly, I'm in the middle of a Harlequin romance. And then as you stand on the beach with the waves crashing on the shore, Fabio will ride up in the surf on a white horse, his tan chest glistening in the wind. He'll, he'll jump off the horse and skip across the white sand and rub a sea urchin on your clit. I don't know. I'm just getting carried away here. So... So here's my analysis. I, I drank, I tasted the coconut water. And I got to be honest, I didn't hate it. But at the same time, I literally felt like I'd gone into my closet, taken out a bottle of uh, tanning oil or sunblock, and was squirting it in my mouth and eating it, much like, uh, you know, Slappy the dog molester did with the whipped cream. That's a, I felt like I was squirting uh, sunblock, you know, coconut-flavored, scented, tanning butter in my mouth. It's a little bit weird. So I don't know. I'm, I'm not a nutritionist. I don't know if this stuff's doing anything good for my body. I'm kind of halfway enjoying it, and I'm halfway not. You know how sometimes when you don't like the taste of something, you'll kind of just kind of you know eat it or drink it through your mouth. You you cut off your your nasal passages, right? You 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 cut off your scent uh, perceptors, so that anything going into your mouth and down your throat is neutralized. You you don't you can't taste any or smell any flavors. And so I've been doing that with the coconut water. I've been kind of, you know, sounds like I'm turning into Mr. Bubble. Oh, my goodness, Mr. Bubble. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so half the time I'll drink it and I'll, I'll put up with the the, uh, the flavor of uh, sunblock. And then half the time I have to just block it out because it freaks me out. So there you go. Uh, I guess it's kind of a Harlan Highway question of the day. Have you tried 
coconut water. The Harlan Highway question of the day. Let me know. You can call me. 323-739-4330. 323-739-4330. Let me know if you've tried coconut water and, and what was your reaction to it? What was your assessment? Give me your critique of coconut water at 323-739-4330. The Harland Highway question of the day. The Harland Highway question of the day. All right, let's talk about this because it, it's on my mind. It's been bugging me, and uh, and it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a political topic that goes both ways. And, uh, you know, like you, I watch the news. I see what's going on. I, I watch the CNN. I watch the Fox. I... I read the Twitter, I read the USA Today, I read, you know, I read, I get my news from multiple sources. And, you know, for those of you that hate Trump, and for those of you that think he's a worthless piece of garbage, and he's Satan, and he's Hitler, and all this stuff, I just gotta say, what point does it stop? At what point does, does all this piling on and all this negativity stop? Do, do, if you think that, that Trump wakes up in the morning and puts on a, a, an SS uniform from the, the Nazi w- war room, if you, if, think, if you think he wakes up and, and he, he thinks to himself, how can I make life worse for minorities? How can, I, how can I screw over women? How can I make life crappy? I, I don't know if you're living in reality, if that's who you think this guy is. If you don't agree with some of his policies, some of his, his takes on things, then okay, good. You're entitled to that. But I guess what I'm getting at is the extreme, uh, the extreme hatred towards this guy. And, and, and why I say it's not political is because can I just remind everyone listening that we're all on the same team? Can I just remind everyone listening that this this is all one country? That that whether your president is is Democratic or Republican, that if if the analogy is a football team, the president is the quarterback, man. Okay, I've I've been watching American politics my whole life. I've 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 lived in America like twenty five years now. I've become an American citizen. And when we had Barack Obama, I considered Barack Obama our president. Okay? Did I love everything he did? No. But I didn't wake up every morning thinking of how I could undermine him and, and hate him and, and, and say disparaging things and paint this picture that he's an evil, horrible, bad person. He's the quarterback for the team, man. And I got to stand there and I got to watch the quarterback make the plays and do the best he can. And I have to believe that he's trying to do the best he can for the country and the people. And if I don't do that, then I, the other option is I'm tripping the quarterback up. When he throws the ball down the field, instead of me running to try and catch the ball, I'm going the other way. Or worse, I'm tackling my own quarterback. And what I'm trying to say here is, is, you know, as if you're hating Trump so much that you're, you're not giving him the chance to throw the ball, you're tackling your own quarterback or you're running the other direction, then at some point you got to say, what's the point? You're not a team player. You're being counterproductive to the end game. Now, whether you like it or not, Trump has done a lot of good things so far. You know, that tax bill that he passed, the the, the biggest tax cut in American history, is touching a lot of people and helping a lot of people and industries. And I don't want to get into his whole political agenda because, you know, anything I say, people will rebut it. They go, yeah, well, what about this? The the offshore thing with the, the tax percentage and then the... The people who live in the 45% uh, thing with the blah, 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 they're going to get screwed. So th- there's no arguing any of the points. But so, so that's why I'm not, I'm not trying to make this political. What I'm saying is 
you know, this is the United States of America. This is one country. There's one leader. And there's always going to be half the country that's not happy that it's the person they picked. And you just have to live with it for four years or eight years. But if you can't live with it and you decide that you want to be counterproductive and, and, and kind of work in a destructive and negative fashion towards that president, did it ever occur to you that you're kind of undermining yourself? You're undermining your, your team? You're undermining the people that are, that are benefiting from the good things that are happening? I don't know, but it just seems with this presidency, it's been so overwhelming and such a bar constant barrage of hate and insults. And, you know, now we're even at the point where someone sent, uh, you know, an envelope with, with a suspicious white powder to one of uh, Donald uh, Trump's sons, which could have been uh, arsenic or could have been ricin and could have been lethal. And it's like, you know... Donald Trump, the president, is, whether you think he's good at it or not good at it, he, he's attempting to move the ball down the field for we the people. And I'm sorry Hillary didn't make it. Actually, I'm not sorry. I don't like Hillary at all. I'm glad she didn't make it. But, but you know, even, let me say this, even if Hillary made it, and I don't like her, I would not be sitting here hoping every day she got up and failed. It's not in my best interest. It's not in anybody's best interest to hope that our leader fails. It's not in our best interest to paint our leader as a piece of garbage and a piece of shit and make him look like a buffoon in front of the whole world. Like I said, imagine you're on the, on the, the Patriots, one of the best football teams ever, and Tom Brady's your... your your quarterback, and instead of getting in the huddle, being a team player, listening to his calls, running down the field, and and trying to catch the ball and get a touchdown, if you're not in on the team, then you're against the team. And, and I can say, oh, well, maybe not all his plays are the play you wish he'd called. You know, maybe as a defensive tackle or a line, uh, you know, a, a side guard or a running. I don't even know the names of football guys. But, uh, you know, you could disagree with the play, with the call. But at the end of the day, he's he's the guy making the throw. He's the guy that's going to get you over the the, uh, the, the, the the end zone for, for the to make the touchdown. And it's just like people wake up and they're pounding this president so hard. And, and here's where it gets frustrating, even when he does something that's good, that's beneficial, that's that's positive for the country, for the world. And not, I can just hear voices, well, he hasn't done anything. Everything he's done has been shit. He, the world hates him. He hasn't done one goddamn thing that's been, well, you're wrong, okay? There's always the good and the bad. So I just, it's my wish, and I don't know if I'll ever see it. I wish people would lighten up and go, okay, the guy made it in. He's got four years. Let's see what he can do. Let's see if we can help him. Let's see if we can be supportive. Let's see if we can get behind his agenda. If he does something we don't like, let's call it out civilly. But, you know, all this stuff like calling out his, his wife for what she wears at the State of the Union calling out his wife for how she decorated the White House, calling her out for what kind of shoes she fucking wore to, to the, the, the hurricane disaster site. I mean, calling out this and calling out that, and oh my God, it's like, it's like they can't t move in one direction without being slammed. So I don't know where, where you guys come from that are so full of hate, but uh, but I, I, I come from the school where even if it's, it's not the person you like, but they're the leader of your team, like, try and make it work, man. I don't know that there's any upside to being so damn negative and destructive and mean and cruel and holy smokes. So again, I'm not trying to make this about like, like like a political statement because I said I wouldn't really talk about politics. This is just a a broad statement about whoever's in charge and whoever is is trying to uh, lead the country 
it it might be a good idea to to let them let them lead and not be so damn uh, negative about it all the time so that's just that's just my thoughts on it you can be however you want i'm not telling you how to be not that you listen to me anyhow but boy it sure would be nice if 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 the united states was united and when when a president arrived on the scene, whether it be Hillary, Barack, Clinton, Bush, whoever, whether you like him or hate him, like get behind the freaking team. That's just weird. So there you go. Just some, some rambling thoughts about that situation. Um, and I'll leave it there. I'll let I'll let you mull that over. Um. And I hope you understand that in in that in that little uh, rant there that I was being supportive of Democrats and Republicans. I want who's ever in office, whether I like them or not, to to have the support of of the country, of the people, and uh, show a little decorum and a little respect, and and let them try to function for God's sakes. Instead of trying to trip them up and pull them down and knock them down. Because, you know, think about yourself in that position. Think about your own job that you go to every morning. Think about your family. You know, if, if every time you walked through the kitchen, your kids had a cane and grabbed you by the ankles and tripped you, that's just slowing you down and that you spill the dinner everywhere. Or, or what if someone at work, every time you sent an email or or, or 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 gave a, a, a you know some kind of presentation at the office they heckled you or they they, they 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 called you bad things they said your presentation was shit blah 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 and all you're doing is trying your best like eventually that that would it's just negative energy that eventually just that starts to pick away and peck away at everything and there's no real point to it there's no real upside. So there you go. It's just hard to watch. Because I used to have fun watching the news. I, I liked watching the different sides go back and forth. But now it it just seems anything, any little thing. If Donald Trump didn't uh, tie his shoelace properly, that you'd have people saying that he's, he's, he's the early onset of dementia. Oh, he didn't do his shoelace up. That's the first sign of Alzheimer's disease. Like, this is how low it is. And this is, uh, you know, this is stuff b- b- the media and people have been saying until he got his physical and he made it public and and he, he came through with flying colors. And even then they were looking for ways to challenge it. Instead of going, oh my God, we've got a president who's got all his faculties. He's smart. He aced the verbal test. He aced the mental test. He aced the physical test. He's at 100% operating capacity. Aren't we lucky that we have a president that's operating at such a high level? But instead, they were, they were just looking for holes, looking for ways to find a weakness. I, I submit to you, isn't that what our enemies do? Isn't that what our enemies are supposed to do, to, to find weakness and, and, and take advantage of it? And slowly rip us apart, use it against us. So I have to ask, why are we doing it to ourselves? We are we are one country, one people. Yes, there can be two parties or three parties, political parties, but we're all one. I think a lot of people are forgetting that we're all one. And maybe everyone should start remembering that we're all on the same freaking team, okay? I'll leave it there. We're all on the same team. Get it together, team. We're going to end on that right there. Think about it. Um, What else can I make you think about? How about uh, we do a few announcements? Again, I want to thank everyone who's been watching Puppy Dog Pals. Uh, Like I said, if you have children or you know people with children, uh, tell them about Puppy Dog Pals on Disney Junior. It's a great cartoon. People are loving it. I do some of the voices on it, and we have a great cast. Huey Lewis, Sherry O'Terry, Patrick Warburton, so many good people. And also uh, join the Twitter, Puppy uh, Puppy Pals Bob. Puppy Pals Bob is the uh, Twitter page where I exclusively... 
uh, keep it on the topic of the Puppy Dog Pals. So uh, there you go. If you want to talk to me about anything, you can uh, write me at harlanwilliams.com and send me an email. You can phone me at 323-739-4330. And uh, you can leave me a voicemail. You can correct my, my grammar, my English. You can... You can object to my my opinions, my points of view. You can do whatever you want. Just call me, 323-739-4330. You can go suck a bottle of coconut juice. I don't care. Um, also, don't forget to, to get the free app, the Harland Highway app in your app store. Just type it in, and you can download it for free. You get the 50 latest episodes free. And if you want to become a premium member for $20 a year, you get all the episodes we've ever done, and we're coming up on 1,000. 1,000 episodes, gang. $20 a year gets you all of them, plus some bonus material. Uh, Don't forget, um, you can can order the premium content at harlowilliams.com on the uh, podcast page. Also, don't forget at harlowilliams.com, you can download for $3, a real steal, my new album, Crowd Control 4. It's my new comedy album where it's just me going uh, one-on-one with the audience. It's all live, in-the-moment, stand-up comedy dealing with hecklers and weirdos and drunkies. and It's a lot of fun. I hope you find some laughter in there. I see a bunch of you have already uh, downloaded it. I hope you enjoyed Crowd Control 4. Um, also, uh, what else can I tell you? Uh, I think that's, that's about it. I got a, uh, great, uh, comedy, uh, show coming up, uh, in, uh, when is it? In March, March 7th. If you're out in the Oxnard area of, of Southern California, Oxnard, I have one night only at, uh, stand up live. Levity Live at uh, Oxnard uh, in in out there. Uh, it's Wednesday, March seventh. Levity Live or Stand Up Live? I forget the name of it, but it's a beautiful club. I've been there before. And then later in March, I'll be in Denver, Colorado. Yes, at the Comedy Works. What a great place. Uh, that'll be March twenty third and twenty fourth, Denver, Colorado. Awesome, awesome club. Please come out and see me there. Uh, the comedy works. So there you go. That's kind of all I got for now. And uh, I want to thank you all for listening. Tell your friends to get on the Harland Highway. And uh, we'll leave it right there. Okay? So until next time, everybody, a very revelant chicken. Chow man, baby. What is what does revelant mean, Harland?